0: All right, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the Rap City podcast. Today we are a twosome. Just Kitch will be joining here in a minute. Um, we, with that said, I do have a special guest for us today, uh, which can only be described as a very poor. Uh, parental decision on my part. Uh, And he will be joining us. This individual will be joining us for the uh, What Drives You, in this case, effing crazy segment. Uh, But first, Kitch and I get into the Raptors recap from the week. The two games of Trailblazers and Charlotte. Uh, We talk a little bit about the bench and their play and what they mean. We we get into the Western All-Stars candidates. We talk coach of the year. um, And then... We dissect the upcoming divisional weekend uh, of football. We go to the backyard gambling, uh, and then into our what drives the effing crazy and uh, the any other business. So this is definitely in the Kate Marcotte zone. We are going to be less than forty-five minutes. Uh, it will be clear and concise as always. Uh, we are hopeful that no one is listening to any of our gambling picks and spending any of their money on this, even though I have a commanding lead, uh, a money-making lead uh, in our, uh, in our stats for the gambling so far to date. So yeah, it's a, it's a quick one and it should be, uh, it should be relatively entertaining for, uh, for our somewhat declining unique listener base. But uh, as always, our first guest I would like to say a few words before we get going, so I'm going to send this one over to Coach Herm Edwards. Herm? This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great
1: thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then retire. Get out. Because it matters. So, all right. Yeah.
0: That, that, that. <laughs> that, that, that. This whole conversation bothers me. Catch. Yo episode six happy new year happy new Year! just just the duet today yeah you have to comment we're just the two of us that okay. means, the two the of duet means the two of us yeah There's nobody else Any, no, no thoughts on that just i think you know what this could be the smoothest one we have <laughs> of course just the way we got set up i don't think that's gonna be the case but yes we are we're the two of us with a special guest uh joining us for what drives you fucking crazy which will be very interesting to see how that goes can't wait for that one uh, that'll be that'll be that'll be interesting uh all right so quickly we are going to recap the week uh so let's start there with the wraps two games
1: to date uh two very different games i would say yeah the collapse the collapse on the uh on the okay the uh okay no OKC. Okay, who are they put the classic hands what was the game was the game it was the first game
0: <laughs> but now you got me thinking OKC. Okay,
1: i don't <laughs> know but it was they were uh Portland, Portland, Portland. Oh yeah, they had Portland dead right. <laughs> yeah, the, the class game is Portland, and then and then Anthony goes off and has a his has his has his high high game of the season with 28 points, which is never, which won't happen again this year, and was was a pipe dream. And then Lillard hits three 40 footers to uh, to send to send the game uh, down to the wire where they where they where they want it. um Drawback being, the, like, like Lowry came on blades on their guns on fire at the beginning of the game, and then. Uh, ended up going four for 16 from three. He shot 16 threes, made four. I think that, uh, that might encourage you to pass a little more, pass a little more down the stretch. I know you made some points early on, but four for 16, you might want to stop shooting and, and, and share the ball a bit. He did. If you look at the uh, Charlotte game, Lowry had what was it, four, two for six from three, uh, four for 13 from the field. Still not great, but, but we won that game barely um, with him distributing the ball a bit better. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we're living and dying by our bench now until the boys uh, the boys get back and, and are healthy again. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about the bench
0: here in a second. But I mean I think let's not make this a referendum on on Kyle's play. No, no, no I think no, no. I think he's been actually like I when I watch him both games this week, uh like I'm watching him going like he is a definite all star, probably should be a starter. Like he's played so well and he just does all the other stuff. Like I yeah, I agree. But I think now with the squad the way it is. They're just telling him, shoot, like you're our, you're our scorer. So yeah, if you're, if you're three for 15, guess what? Try and go four for 16. They, I, it's, it's his team now, and he can do whatever he wants. I mean, who's he passing to? In that, in that Portland game, uh, there were not a lot of other options down the stretch. No one was playing particularly well. I mean, the crazy, again, we'll get to Davis in a second, but yeah, I mean, just a tale of two games, and uh, by the way, some of these guys played, because Davis was a non-factor in the Portland game. Um, and then, yeah, so I think we're going to get some of that, but yeah, we just can't, those are the games we have to be very careful about losing. Cause I think, you know, you look at the seeding right now, it's so bunched up and the difference between being a three seed and a four seed, I think is massive because it looks, if you're in that four seed, you're going to get, uh, someone like a Philadelphia or even potentially a Boston, right? Toronto, Boston and Philly. And I, even I'll throw Miami in there. Those they're all jockeying two through five. Yep. And I don't really don't think you want to play any one of those teams in that first round. If you're the four seed. No. Right. No. So, so every game, I mean, every game from a standing standpoint is, is critical, but then you move on to, we move on to Charlotte and like I called it, I said, we were chatting before and I said, this is a trap game. Like, I don't like it. They've come off a tough loss. You didn't see it that way. I don't no. finan- financially or emotionally.
1: You didn't nope. say it that way. Definitely financially, yep. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, I
0: mean, that was, again, big lead. We blow it. Uh, and then we have to come back from eight down with with three minutes to play, which, you know, we shockingly did. And Lowry's a big, big part of that. Yeah, be one. Awesome. Um, you know, we get it to overtime. Terrence Davis has the the game of his life. Uh, your boy Matty Thomas actually played well in both games and limited minutes, played well in both,
1: both games. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, like, again, but Charlotte, we have to beat. Yeah, yeah, We the, the below 500 teams, we have to beat. That's where we've, and the, that's where we've had success this year. But, man, I, I, I'd I like to break down, actually, for the next show. Let's see what our record is above 500 teams. It's got to be, it's got to be really weak. We're not going to like
0: that stat. No, we're not going to like that we're stat. That stat. Uh, yeah, and especially now they're losing a lot of those games, those above five, at home, we're losing. Yeah. Right, and that's, yeah, and that's a problem. So, like, tomorrow, they're playing uh San Antonio. Like, you have to win that game at home even though San Antonio San Antonio was playing a ton better even though they had dump truck last night in uh, Memphis which I watched most of that game yeah. Uh, but yeah those are, like we just got to keep doing that and we, in very particular we need to get to 48 wins yeah that's a that's a, that's a critical number I'm not sure why but that's a, that's a <laughs> very <laughs> important number <laughs> <laughs> so yeah all in all you know one-on-one week uh, let's assume they win tomorrow so they should um, you know that's you win two out of three then the NBA you're going to be alright but so yeah However, the, uh, we haven't
1: talked about this, uh, but the Freddie injury. Oh, that's that's yeah. Probably. So it's it's like you're getting no no news on that, and it seems to be uh, it seems to be. Nurse keeps coming out and saying it's not likely to return anytime soon. So oh. you're, not, you're not getting a good a good uh, a good update on that. Now, now aside from that, we are getting we are getting the guys back. Like you look looking on the on the injury injury wire here. Siakam returned to practice on Friday. Powell's likely back on Sunday. So they, they figure Powell will be back on Sunday. Gasol's nearing return. So at least we're getting some of the, some of the guys back. But you're right. Freddie is still, the uh, like Coach still says, could be out a little while. So I think
0: now with this hamstring, uh, I think he's out after all-star break now. But you know what the crazy thing is? So I was at that game in, in, uh, in Brooklyn, and he, uh, he played game of the season for him. Like, he was awesome. Uh, him and Lowry single-handedly won that game for us. And you would never have known... Like, he played the whole game, came off the court. Like, we saw him... I saw him come off the court at the end. Like, I think they pulled him with, like, 30 seconds left. And you would never have known anything. It was sort of the same thing with Siakam when he got hurt. You're like, okay, he finished the game. Everything's fine. Next thing you know, he's, he's out. And I... Yeah. So, we need to get those guys. Because it's... When you look at that roster that we have right now, that we're actually winning games, is pretty impressive. And we'll talk about that when we get to the uh, Coach of the Year segment. But... um yeah, it's like, it's pretty impressive that this team is, is in every game playing hard and, yeah. and yeah, so uh, yeah, hats off to the Raps right now.
1: Yeah, the bench keep, the bench is keeping us around in these games, which is nice to see.
0: Yeah, so quickly, uh, bench play, and when you think about it, we've got, so we got Matty Thomas, but your boy, Matty Thomas back, uh, who is a, I mean, he's a spot up shooter and if he can do that, if he can make 40% of his threes and like, yeah, and 10 to 14 minutes a game. Like, I think he would be useful in the, in a playoff run. Absolutely. It, but I'm a little worried. But did you see the whole um, Nick Nurse came out with the Terrence Davis thing after his game in Charlotte? I, no. guess, he, I guess he kicked his ass um, after the loss to Portland. And basically he's like, you know what? We're not putting up with this shit. And really rode him hard and then came back and, uh, you know, started him. And Charlotte basically say, okay, here you go. This is what happens, right? I'm going to give you shit when you need to be given shit. And now I'm going to – and he said, I trust the kid. And obviously it worked because he, I mean, he was awesome in yeah, Charlotte, right? I so I love that. Um, yeah, I love that too. And that's – I think that's what you got to do with these young guys. And I think that's how you garner respect in the locker room. And Again, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves because we're going to talk about him in, in a minute. But yeah, so the bench, um, you know, you look at O'Shea. He's been – like he seems solid every time he comes in.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you're like – I, I was shocked when I was at the Portland game and Davis got so few minutes, like maybe he was, even if he would play loud, he's only in on the court for about three or four minutes that game. So I don't know how you really judged him. And, and I, I still think he is worthy of a start, even over McCaw. I know McCaw offers different things, but Derrick's, Davis is tough. He, he goes to the hoop. He can make the three when he gets, when he only when he gets a spot up three. Like I think, I think uh, he deserves more time personally.
0: Well, and can I just say something? When they announced just before the game that Freddie's all of a sudden out that no one knew about, and then Vegas adjusts for the player prop bets to think that Davis is going to get a ton of minutes, and I think, well, fuck, of course he's going to get a ton of minutes, so what do I do? Yeah. I'm all over Davis play, and he plays like nine minutes. <laughs> I was never in any one of those player prop wagers. <laughs> Fucking disaster. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Nick Nurse, let's do a better job of informing your gamblers out there how much you're going to play these guys. Um, all right, uh, Moving on, Western All Stars. We went through the Eastern last week. We will uh, we'll try and recapture this. It's not the West is tough. The West is tough. So we're gonna try. Let's break this down uh, by position first. So we're gonna go with guards. You're gonna give us give me your your give me your locks,
1: All right? I, I, let's go. Let's go the whole team. I didn't break it down by position, so let's All just right. go the, go the whole know. team. That's so the captain. locks, the locks, and you can agree or disagree. I only have one captain. Just so you know. Just one captain. Yeah. The, the locks are LeBron, Don Doncic. Leonard, George, Harden. I would put Lillard as a lock. Davis. So that's uh one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven. So I'd say I'd say those seven are locks. You got you got those guys in your list, you figure? I absolutely have every single one of those guys on the list. But uh no, so yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then you're looking at I I think the next the next bracket you're looking at, you're looking at Donovan Mitchell out of Utah, Carl Anthony Towns out of Minnesota. Jokic out of Denver, Booker out of Phoenix, Westbrook out of Houston, Porzingis out of Dallas, and Curry out of Golden State. That's seven guys. So you got to you got to take that down to five, and and maybe maybe add a couple more as well. What? Why are you Curry from Golden State? He's played four games. He's, he's not played. getting he's not getting voted in. You don't think so? Well,
0: he's, well, he's, they, way, down. he's way, down. way down. They won't put him in on on just name. Well, no. It, well, clearly, great research. Uh, he is fourth in the uh, balloting right now, but he's like he's like a million votes behind to get a starter spot. He's not getting in. So he's out.
1: Okay, There's
0: no chance he makes it. So yeah, it, it gets dicey. Um, after this, But I, I can't believe, you know what? After my research, I can't believe he left DeMar off as a potential. I mean, you look at his numbers. It's like, he's 25, he's 21, five and five. And his, if I go to his per, which DeMar, I, DeMar DeRozan, we're talking <laughs> uh, yeah, Demar Derozan, former rap. If you look at his purr, okay, uh, which I educated the the public uh, last week, um,
1: he is. Uh, Where are you, Demar? Does does deep does defense get you in? You got to play some defense to get into the into the. Uh, well, do you? Uh, it, Not, or you got to be stellar. You got to uh, be a lot to... of
0: those guys on that list. Look at his per is twenty one point two five. He's second in the shooting guard. Uh, just well, I say just behind Harden. Harden's ten uh, per points ahead of him, thirty one twenty seven. But after him, it's Booker, Mitchell, Daniel Russell, uh, Lou Williams is in there. Shea Gilgis, which we need to talk about him too because he's he's bubblish. Um, so it, I went. Demar shooting fifty five percent. He's 21 5 and 5 and is per second behind James Harden. I'm just saying I don't think he's a throwaway. You have to you have to consider him. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. He's in the consideration. So, yeah. I definitely think Mitchell's in for sure. He's averaging 25, yeah. I think 6 and 5, something like that, and he's shooting at 46%, so he's in. Uh I think Westbrook will absolutely get in at uh what's he he's 24 7 and 8. So, yeah, those are still pretty good number. He's going to get in on name. I think Devin Booker is getting in too. Ah, Me too. Love Booker.
1: Love him. Uh, also, that's a lot of guards. So then you get back to – uh, and I, So Jokic, I mean, Jokic is going to get in even though he came out of shape this year. Is he not getting in?
0: Well, I, yeah, I think he, I think he is. But, but basically because they're going to need bigger guys and there aren't very many. Like it goes – I think Karl-Anthony Towns will definitely get in and I think Jokic gets in. So not, no Porzingis? No person goes. I looked at him. I looked pretty hard at him. His numbers don't don't justify it ahead of those guys. No, and y- you look at value. I mean, even though the Dallas is Dallas might be coming back down to earth here a little bit. The Luka the Luca Magic maybe wearing off just a little bit. And think they've lost three of their last four, uh, and they're kind of they're starting to get blown out a little bit. But yeah, so I I think if you go Karl Anthony Towns, Jokic, and AD is the big guys, uh, and then it's going to be a bunch of guards after that. Um, but I would. I really, really think um, another guy who's going to get some some looks is Chris Paul. Decent. Like his purrs, he's second uh, for point guards behind Lillard. He's 16, uh, 5, and 7. Uh, shooting it well. I don't know. I I mean, I, some people are even talking about Ja Morant, but I think with all with all the rookie stuff they have now, when they had those showpiece games for the rookies in the second year, guys, he, he's not going to make it yet. But, man, he's good. I watched him last night. Man, he is... He's a good basketball player, uh, so yeah, it is incredibly uh, tough. I think this year for the for the West, and there they will there will end up being a snub or two. But I I my guess is DeRozan does not get in, but I actually think
1: he should get in. I think he's getting a really bad rap. Uh, I've read yeah, a couple of other- bump somebody for him though. So who do you bump? Like that's that 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 would be the next thing.
0: Well, did you did you mention George as a guaranteed yeah. All Star? Yeah. See, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. But you look at his numbers. He's not shooting it very well from three. His per is lower than Derozan's. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think George is an absolute lock. I know i He's like like I put him. He's definitely bubbly for me. But I don't think I don't think he's an absolute lock at all. So if I had to pick the other the other five that I'm going with, so if we went actually I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pick the other six because I'm not gonna put uh I'm not gonna lock up George in that. Oh, another guy's going to get a look is Ingram uh, out of uh, New Orleans, having an unbelievable run right now. I mean, he's averaging 25, uh, seven and four shooting at 48% and basically carrying that team. They're playing a ton better. He will, he's a replacement guy. If if I think that's to replace him. Yeah. So I would go Westbrook, Mitchell. I'm, I'm saying DeRozan. I'm saying Jokic. Um, I'm saying who's the other big that we talked about? Oh, Cat Towns. Yeah, that's five. And then my last spot, I'm giving Booker. So there's my there's my twelve. Nice. So there you go. Do you uh, do you have anyone else that that you would put?
1: All right, Mitchell, Towns, Jokic, Booker, Westbrook, and George. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, there you go. So that
0: that there are Western All-Stars. Now, uh on top of that, coach of the year candidates. And I honestly, this is a this is going to sound like a homer pick, but I, I actually don't think there's a
1: a better choice than Nick Nurse. I don't know how you don't give it to him right now. Based on the injury and and having these rookies show up and hold their own. Yeah, you got to you got to put credence in that. Like I I look at the coach of the year, not the, not the coach that gets the best uh roster and 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 wins. So that, like I, I would never I'd never give coach of the year to the Lakers coach or the Clippers coach. They, they got the rush. I like to coach of the year for a guy that has a mediocre team or mediocre situation and actually, actually outperforms with, with, uh, with a mediocre cast. So I, I, I wrote down five names. Right. So let's hear them. So I had, uh, I had Miami Spaltor 26 and 10 Miami. I would have never bet on Miami being 26 to 10 when you look at that roster and where they are today. So, yeah, uh, it's just definitely. Yeah, for sure. sure. I give him Indiana 23 and 14. Good record. Nate McMillan. Yeah. Um, above expectations. I put I put nurse in there as well. Um, OKC 21 and 16 after losing Westbrook. Billy Donovan got to be in oh, Westbrook get, and George and George. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Got to be in the conversation. And then uh, Utah, 24 and 12. I'm a little uh, like Quinn Snyder. That's a decent record for them, but they were expected to do well this year. So he's probably, he's probably my fifth out of those five.
0: So, yeah, I like the list, um, but I'm going to tell you why I think it's absolutely Nick and Ursus to lose. You win a championship and you lose what's considered to be your stud. Like it, they lost their version of Jordan, right?
1: right. Yep.
0: 100%. So, and I think one of the, one of the crimes, um, was when Jordan retired for the first time and everyone thought, oh my God, the Bulls are going to be terrible. But I believe they won 56 games the following year after Jordan uh, retired. I don't... uh, Actually, I know Phil Jackson did not win coach of the year that year and that absolutely was the coach. He was the coach of the year and that's why I'm saying that with Nurse. You can't lose your best player off a roster. We're top four in the East right now, two games out of being the two seed. They're in every game. They've lost the third most... Uh, games to injury yep. uh, this year behind washington uh, and golden state so okay. and those, look at those two teams they 're not playoff content i mean it is an unbelievable job uh, so I think when you when you weigh all that stuff and i don 't dispute uh, I think Spolster will get definitely get a bunch of votes because he 's taken a young team, but he didn't he 's not taking a team from what Toronto in theory lost to make them as competitive as they are. I just think I, and again what we talked about before I, I think he's an excellent excellent coach he's had a couple of sort of late game mishaps and he still does not value the uh the challenge call as, as much as i'd like to see him do it. um but i i don't know that you can make an argument uh against him winning it so i'm not saying he's a lock even though i think he's he'd be my top he's my number one by far but uh i don't think there's an argument to say he doesn't deserve it right
1: right now who got did he get it last year who got it last year?
0: Oh, we did that wasn't on the that wasn't on the research. I know. I, if,
1: uh, if he did get it last year, that I, I I can't see it being back to back. They they have a tendency not to do that in the NBA. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he did not get it. We would remember that from. I would have thought so too. From,
0: yeah. Uh, everything else, yeah. Let's you know we'll we'll get our crack uh, producers on this. Hang on, hang on. Uh, wait. Don't dead me. You have to talk while I'm researching. Uh,
1: all right, you, 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 you <laughs> research.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike. in Holzer. Oh, right, right, right. There you go. Right. Yeah, which he probably deserved last year. And, you know, he'll probably be in the conversation again this year. But
1: yeah, he's definitely not getting it two years. No, ago. no, no. They brought in. Uh, they brought in um, Horford, and they 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 haven't heard that team has not suffered that much after last year. No,
0: and then uh, what's his face from the Lakers this year? God, I, I'm blanking on his name, but uh, he the Le- LeBron factor
1: keeps him out of the conversation. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, LeBron, I, killed, I, I, LeBron I, kills I, his coaches everywhere. I don't believe you can win it with when you when you got a stacked roster. I, I that just doesn't it doesn't seem right to me. I think and I don't think the NBA usually gives it to a guy who has a stacked roster. Yeah, Vogel. That's where yeah, Vogel. Yeah, he's
0: yeah. I mean, he walked into a great situation. It's hard to imagine not doing really. And now they are 31 and 7 at the moment. So they they're clearly they've got the best uh they have the best record in the league. They're Best team in the West right now, even though they lost both games to the Clippers. But yeah, I mean he's doing a, he's doing a good job. But I mean, like I said, I mean, if someone else, LeBron's the coach. LeBron's the coach of it. Yeah. He plays on, and I think that's what's gonna that's what's gonna kill keep him out of the conversation. But anyways, Nick nurses to to absolutely lose. I think at, at the moment, if they win 52, 53 games, mm-hmm. or at least forty eight. Well, gotta win <laughs> forty eight. Gotta win forty eight. Uh, but if they yeah, if they're in the fifty win zone and they're in a uh, anywhere from a one to three seed, yeah, they're I don't know. I don't know how you wouldn't give it to him because it is an unbelievable job he's doing. So I agree. All right. Listen, that's uh, at 21 minutes in, we are done with basketball. We're getting there. This is definitely the Kate Marcott zone. We are wrapping up and Liz will be happy too. Liz will be happy too. Yeah. <laughs> so Liz, uh, for our Liz update, uh, Liz is apparently an avid list. She's listening. And basically what she likes is that she doesn't understand anything we're talking about. She likes to hear her name and then, she listens to the and she—that's it. So she's listening for her name. So there is Liz. Liz there you go, happens. Liz. Yeah, okay, Liz. You're good, Liz. Good. Liz is back. Uh, all right. So we are on to football. Big, big weekend as we get closer to the the big enchilada. Um, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into the we'll get into the backyard gambling section in a minute, but let's just talk about the matchups without trying to give away our picks. Uh, I think, what, Kitch, the most intriguing game for you this weekend.
1: Most intriguing, like the one that's going to be tightest. You mean Yeah, the one you. Just, yeah, the, the one I guess you're most excited. Uh, about. The, the one I'm the most unsure about. And not relating to gambling. The one I'm most unsure about is the uh, San Fran mini game. Okay, I'm I not you're sure. I know you like that one. I know you're all over mini, but, but uh, that one, that one, uh, uh, that uh, based on mini's performance last week and San Fran limping a bit into the end of the playoffs, I I think that one. Uh, that one intrigues me. That one, I, I I don't have a real gut gut feel where that's where that's going to go. I think, I so I think Baltimore and KC blow out the teams they're playing, and Green Bay, Seattle. I'm hoping that I'm hoping it's it's snowing and uh, and Green Bay does a does something there. Well, listen to
0: your most intriguing. Here's here's my analysis on this. I think. Everyone is still assuming that the Kirk Cousins factor is going to kick in and he's going to be awful some game. And like, If you go back and look at his stats over the last eight games of the season, he was a top three quarterback. Oh, there we go. Went dark. Uh, he's a top three quarterback uh, from a, a QBR or whatever the, the efficiency rating is. You like that? Uh, do you like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> uh, clearly, his teammates do. I mean, that was a pretty good reaction from that. Was great, for, that was great. Except for uh, Stefan Diggs, like, apparently he was pouting and pissed off on the sidelines the whole time because he wasn't getting the ball. Like, I think mean, I think oh. I didn't get two receptions. He wasn't part of that scrum. Like he was, he was bitching reporters after. So, oh my yeah, God. I like to refer to those people as cancers. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't imagine Diggs is on that team next year. But they like they played really well in that game and they tried real hard to keep New Orleans in it, which they did. Uh, but kind of dominated on the defensive line. Like Breeze did not have a great game, did not have a ton of time. Uh, I think the same, I think they're going to walk right into San Francisco and be in that, but I'm not saying they're winning, but they're going to be in that ball game. That defensive line of theirs is playing really well. I think Cousins is playing really well. And I don't think you can make the assumption he's going to have a horrible game and be Kirk Cousins from two years ago. He's not, he's not that guy at the moment. So I am, I'm comfortable where I'm going to be placing my, my wagering activity in that game. Uh, and then I think, you know, I actually think an interesting game this week is going to be Tennessee uh, in Baltimore. I don't think that's a blowout. I think Tennessee has got a good, like they're solid defensively. I think you have to throw out what they did against New England because New England's got awful, yeah. uh, <laughs> but they're going to, you know, they're going to clock. They're going to eat clock. They're going to run the ball hard. Tannehill, if he... Now, see, Tannehill to me is more the guy that can have a terrible game and that could be over quickly. Um, you have to assume they're going to make some adjustments for Lamar running all over the place. Like if Lamar runs all over the place, yeah, it's, it's game over. But if they control the ball uh, with Henry, Tannehill doesn't make any mistakes. I'm, I believe that's a one-score game either way. With with Tennessee potentially having a, a shot to win that game, I, I mean, Baltimore's new environment, right? a lot of pressure at one seed Lamar. They lost their uh, game last year. So we'll see. Like, I, I just don't think that's a, uh, that's a runaway game. Um, and then the other, yeah, the other two, I am, I I don't think Seattle's very good. And I think they've proven that they're like, a, they struggle to win games all of a sudden they're a running back by committee with a bunch of old guys. Uh, yeah. And if the weather's a factor, I don't know. But that being said, I don't love the green Bay team either. I think, uh, I don't. They haven't impressed me at all. Uh, They're not dominating in any you know particular way. So that could be a close game too. I I have no feel for that game, but I I don't think Seattle's as good as everyone else thinks they are. So, if I was forced to wager, I'll let you know in a minute. Well, I'll I'll do that. There you go. All right, good. uh, You have so uh, moving right into backyard gambling. What about your KC? I thought you talked about KC there. That's your your luck. I know. I've got them to win the Super Bowl. So.
1: Let's uh, do we do we want to update? Did you ever make your Minnesota bet to win the win the Super Bowl? Did you ever do that? I did. I did. Oh, yeah.
0: Very like tiny, tiny, tiny.
1: What'd you get? What, what were the odds on that though? Uh,
0: well, let me just do the math. Oh, yeah, I got 35, 35 to one. Oh, all right, all yeah. right. Yeah, not
1: horrible. surrender. It's time yeah. to surrender.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, so let's quickly update the uh, the stats after my. I should have been four and zero, but I was three and one. Last week,
1: yeah, you were you were three and one. I, we, I did give you props, did you kudos on on picking uh, picking those those upsets, like the the Bills with Josh Allen, who's got a P as a brain, um, going against them and, and winning that bet. Uh, Tennessee, who's beaten my, hopefully not, but looking like diminished dynasty. And uh, Minnesota plus the eight with a with a win there. So uh, yeah, you went three and one, you're losing only only the uh, the Seattle Philly game. Wow, well, Wentz the the Wentz injury obviously was not. I
0: did not anticipate that, and I'm not saying they would have won that game with Wentz, but yeah, that was it was lights out well, at that.
1: I wasn't anticipating Allen to give the game to the other team either, though, in the Buffalo game. He like, just to, to, to allow the other team to win. <laughs> well, listen, I don't know what to tell you guys. I was I was emphatic, and I was right three or four times. So. Uh, Bart and I actually had the exact same picks. which are the exact opposites of Bart. So if you're good at math, we went one and three. So for the season, for the season to date, Bart sits at 12, seven and three money. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty. That is making money. Even with the juice. Kitsch sits at nine and 13. It's not making money. That's not oh. me. And, and Dano, who I think needs to turn his football games on is six, 15 and one. So, Deno Deno's definitely trailed he's definitely behind maybe the week off
0: is, is best for Deno right now yeah let's just take the week off from gambling uh yeah you guess whose favorite uncle I am right now who Zach my boy oh loving it got Zach's, of course dude in Minnesota worst of Zach's loving it
1: Zach is,
0: Zach is stupidly this is fool's gold Zachary but uh right now yeah you, you know what ride ride the lightning ride the lightning all right seeing as I am in first. Uh, I will pick last this oh, week. Okay. So go ahead. And we're picking all four games.
1: Yep. And I am picking all four favorites. I'm going Seattle, minus, San Fran minus seven, Baltimore is 10, KC minus nine and a half, and Green Bay minus four. All right. So I'm not doing that.
0: Uh, I, lo- I am riding Minnesota. Minnesota is not losing that game by more than seven. That is That's a fact. That is my... That's my five star play of the week. Ooh, yeah. five star play. Of the, Minnesota is yeah. I, I'm not a huge believer in, in San Fran with the way they finished the season. Even though everyone keeps talking about how they're the best team in the playoffs. god, look at their last, look at their last five weeks. Right, lose at home to a shitty Atlanta team. Barely beat Seattle. Right, they were every every game was tight. Um, so I'm not in love with where the way they were rolling. All right. I told you. I said Minnesota was at one of those teams that they got. If Kirk Cousins plays reasonable football, they've got a great running game, good defensive line, good coach. Yeah, I I like him. Uh, I I will go with you on Kansas City. Love it. I I think they're gonna they're gonna steamroll, especially if that defense is what they were the last four weeks of the season too. Like they were pretty rock solid. That defense is for real. All of a sudden, they are winning the Super Bowl. Uh, So I like that. Uh, Then I'm going. I'm riding Tennessee. 100%. 100%. I'm right in Tennessee. Uh, what What'd you say? Was it 10? Yeah. I think it's nine and a half. Well, we'll go with whatever what you said it was, but I think it's nine and a half. Um, but, and then I'm going to go Green Bay. What? And what is that? Three and a half right now? Four. Four, uh, four. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm going, even though I don't like that game, that's Zach, pay attention. Do not bet at all on that game. Uh, <laughs> based on my Green Bay pick, because I don't like it, but I do think if I, you know, again, if I was forced to wager,
1: I'm going Green Bay. Yeah, and I, I will get Dento's picks just to see if let give him a chance to go uh, full metal yeah. this week. Sure, you know what? We'll let. How about this? We'll let Dento pick after
0: the games. See if it does any <laughs> better for him. <laughs> closer to the rest of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right,
1: so there we go. That's uh, oh wait, oh no, we better let's yeah. Let's, so we've got my, my bets. It. I got I got to give my yeah, I got to give, I get to my I'm bets. Here for here me. We go. All, All right, go ahead. So go I ahead. I think like going back to your your story on the uh, on the Baltimore game. Yeah, I think I think. Henry is going to rush 40 times. They're going to give the ball to him all the time. Tannehill, I can see Tannehill throwing less than 10 passes. So I I do like the under in that game. Under 46 and a half, I think, uh, I think you're going to see ball control, no chances, run the ball, Baltimore will do enough to win. Hopefully, win by a, enough points. Um, but uh, I, I, th- I see, uh, I see a ball control game, so I really, I really like the under. That is my five star lock of the week is the under of the Baltimore Tennessee game. And for those people who were on the teaser series last week, I am going to tease Baltimore and tease Kansas City a seven point tease. So I'm going to take seven points off both of those two games. Take Baltimore down to three and Kansas City down to two and a half. And uh, and lay a little wager on that one as well. So I don't know how your tease ended up last week, but I don't think it was
0: very good. Um, it, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. So yeah, for those listening, for our diminishing, our diminishing audience, I think we'll talk about that in a second too. Um, yeah, I am going to tease also. I am going to tease Kansas City down, but Minnesota. Out.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't mind that one actually. I, I, I I'll do a little bit of that one as well. Yeah. See, there you go. Oh, and our, our and our and our our spreadsheet betting. Of art. so you had new orleans to win the super bowl so that I is know. that is not for you so i still have green bay and daniel still has san fran so that was a hundred dollars are we sure it? i didn't say the chiefs <laughs> i was pretty,
0: pretty sure you didn't say the chiefs yeah pretty sure, sure. Why i said new orleans anyways yeah, all right if you said the spreadsheet spreadsheet
1: don't lie spreadsheet doesn't lie <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right um
0: yeah, all my spreadsheet betting with you guys right now is not good, Freddie.
1: Freddie, no, Freddie's out Freddy. until after the All Star break. It's gonna be really tough for him to make that team, <laughs>
0: especially as an injury replacement. when he is an injury. Yeah, I don't like. Yeah, let's not talk about the spreadsheet betting, Zach. Just pay attention to this betting.
1: Oh, and the third spreadsheet betting actually comes in for uh, Monday. We got the LSU Clemson uh, uh, big big game on the Monday. I know. Like, Dan and I both have. LSU and you're riding the Clemson train there. Oh, that's only six. I can't believe that line's only six. I must admit, I feel
0: horrible <laughs> about Clemson right now. But I can't change, and I will bet it. I will bet Clemson, but uh, I do not. I do not feel good about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I'm. I think LSU is the real deal. So I, I still I still believe there. I will not be hedging. I bet I bet LSU at the beginning of the year at... Uh, no. here was I think it? it was like 27 to 1 or something like that. No. So, right. so right. only, 50, be here. only yeah. 50 bucks, but I, I'll, be, I'll be looking forward to that.
0: I know, but that, that'd be the double because you rode uh, Joey Burrows with the Heisman I too. Joey Burrows with the Heisman. He yeah. was 70
1: 75 to 1. That was a good LSU God, I know. Where was I on that? <laughs> you know what? Make a call. No, no, I can't give you my secrets. <laughs> oh,
0: I'll tell you what. We... In a future episode, we will be talking. I think we will be talking about the kitsch uh, scheme. I I, I don't know. It seems to be out there now. The general public seems to have
1: a. It made it made five grand in a wildcard weekend. First weekend. It was a 5100. It was very successful wildcard weekend. Becky, are you listening? I have to become more of a degenerate gambler. I have (laughs) to. Becky, just needs two hours on Sunday mornings. (laughs) mornings.
0: Too lazy. Uh, All right. So there we go. Oh, yeah, so there we go. That's that's all of it. We've got we've done it. So we are ra- listen, I gotta go here too, because I got Johnny's uh soccer game that I'm supposed to be at right now. It started eleven minutes ago. Um, right. I know he's on the B team, so it's not I mean <laughs> B team soccer. I'm not gonna move my entire day around for Timbits, B-team like Timbits soccer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> Some other parallels. <laughs> they have no goalies. Um keepers, actually. We call them keepers, not goalies. Uh all right, so here we go. What drives you fucking crazy? We're now we're now here, and uh, at, we will be having a special guest join us this week in Den's absence. Uh, but he's coming on uh, at the end. So do you want to go first? Wait, wait, you got one? Go ahead. You fire away. All right. I'm going to go. This is a quick one for me. Uh, but I was enraged. So here in Bermuda, I have TSN1 on my my cable. Right? That's, the, that's the TSN I get. So I can't remember exactly which game it was, but... I want to watch the Raps because I know they're on TSN. So, of course, I go to TSN 1, and they are showing a replay. At, in primetime, they're showing a replay of the Finland-Canada Juniors game. So we already know the outcome. Canada's won. And on TSN 1, over the Raptors, which is fucking ridiculous, on TSN 1, they're showing a replay of a game that just finished Like the whole country. I don't know if I, I don't know if TSN knows this. Canada Falls hockey. Everyone already knows the score. Everyone knows the outcome. And it was probably watched live by most of the... Like, I'd love to know what the ratings were for that versus the Raptors on TSN 4. Now, because of I, I pirated the game, uh, I was able to watch it. But the point is, TSN, that is ridiculous. The Raptors, the defending NBA champions who have a massive f- fan base in Canada, they need to be on your TSN 1 over a replay of the World Juniors. That is fucking ridiculous. So there you go. That's what drove me crazy. How come you can't get two to five, TSN two to five? What's, what's, what's the role? What's the well, Bermuda Cable is a conundrum to itself. Uh, seeing as they pirate all of their feeds from all over the world, uh, I'm shocked we get TSN one, but they, they don't, you know, there's no option to get the rest of the TSNs. It's just this is what shows
1: up. Can't you throw a dish on your house? Can't you throw a dish on the top of your house and pick up the TSN stuff? Do you
0: know, have you checked, do you know a map? Have you seen a map? Yeah, where is?
1: You, you live in the middle of nowhere. We're a dot in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, you have, your options, your viewing options are limited. But I do notice you with every hurricane watch. I do notice your island actually with every hurricane watch. Well, Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's nice of you.
1: All right, drives me crazy. I don't think this is going to eliminate too many viewers, but uh, seniors on planes, that is... That is something that drives me crazy. If you need a wheelchair to get on the plane and they wheel you up to the gate and they put you in row two or three, you are not, you are not more actually able to walk during that flight. Like if something doesn't happen in the flight then that now is to walk. So don't be the first person to get up to try to get off the plane when you needed a wheelchair to get on the plane. That is one of my pet peeves. Like wait till the people get off who can actually walk, who are behind you as opposed to the whole plane waiting for you. Other thing goes with seniors too, but also goes with other people. If you book a window seat, this is my, I was in Dominican. This is a couple of things that came up in the plane. If you book a window seat, you are not, you are not eligible to jump up and try to get your bags out of the rack and crowd the aisle thinking you're going to get off the plane one person, per, one person sooner than you really would. If you pick a window seat, you got to wait until that person who was on the aisle seat takes his bag away and then you grab your bag and get off the plane two things that drive me effing crazy. Uh, One other thing I got, one other thing I got seniors related. If you're a senior, do all the working class people a favor and grocery shop during the week, go to the malls during the week on the, there should, there should be a ban on seniors on the grocery shops on the weekends. Like you don't need to shop on the weekend. You're a senior. You get all day, every day to shop. Don't do it on Saturday and Sunday when the rest of us have to shop Two pet peeves. That's it for this week. Uh,
0: I'm hoping your parents aren't listening this week. This, uh, this <laughs> I
1: week. tell him, i actually tell my. <laughs> this is, I'm not. I tell my mom in the window seat. This mom, sit down. Don't grab your. Don't grab your bags yet. I don't.
0: I don't know. This may have to be edited out. I don't think you can be anti-old people, <laughs> on, a, on a on a public setting like this. I don't know. There's ageism there. There's a lot of things you can't like. How do you feel about Bernie Sanders running for president? At, at yeah. eighty two years old, that is ridiculous. You don't think, you don't think that that works? No, no. He's <laughs> six months from sen- senility. It's an old group. That's an old group that Democrats are throwing out there. Totally. A lot of young bucks. Totally. Well, that's interesting, Kitch. You seem to have a theme here going with uh, some of these things. So it's this is nice. Um, <laughs> I think the real catch We're we're learning more and more about the real catch All right. Well, as promised. Our special guest for the "What Drives You" and I have to say, effing crazy now that we are uh, we are bringing in a young Johnny Barts who has been pining for this moment, uh, the moment none of us have been, have been waiting for. But he has uh, he would like to be part of this. And seeing as uh, we are down, we are short a man this week. This is his golden opportunity. So, Johnny, welcome to the uh, to the pod. And would you like to say a few words to the audience first before you get right into your uh, what drives you effing crazy? Or do you want to uh, get right into it?
1: Okay, I'm going to get right into it. So we're just sitting at the dinner table, right? And my brother and dad are talking. My brother says, is he coming? My dad says, no, he's not invited. So I ask what? And then my brother says, oh, we're just going to Brooklyn to see a Nets-Raptors game. And I'm like, what? You're going to see a nets Raptors game can I come My dad's no And at first I thought they were Joking But that's what drives me effing crazy That I wasn't invited to a Nets Raptors game and they were And they got to sit and
0: So Johnny let's uh, Give the, the audience some context here Bobby was going back To school and daddy was taking him Back to school is that not is that not correct and as It just turns out the the Raptors had to be happened to be in Brooklyn, which was a which was a smooth connection for us, and so it made a lot of sense. So I don't know that it's we were not bringing you along; just you had to stay in Bermuda. Is that not correct?
1: I don't effing care.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this will be uh, Johnny Bart's last visit to the uh, to the pod. But there it is, uh, Johnny. Thank you, and uh, we'll do this again when you're twenty four. All right. This uh, this takes us to any other business. And I was going to start, but I can't because I'm trying to figure out my stat. So
1: you got to if you have any other business, I had, I had one that just kind of blindsided me. And I was surprised about when I when I when I heard it the other day, the news. Now, this is probably three or four days ago. So it might have changed a bit since then. But uh, there was a listen to NBA radio and they said since December 1st, OKC had the best record in the NBA. I was like, wow, that, that team. So I, and I, I then been on my radar and followed them. I look at their record. Uh, they were 21 and 16 at the time. I'm like, wow, that that's really cool. And I look at their roster and yeah, you're right with the Chris Paul's picking up and Gellinari, Schroeder, Alexander, not, not an overly stellar roster, but, uh, was, was impressed to hear that, uh, that they, uh, they've uh, actually come to a, to be the best record in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, know, I agree with you. That's a good news story because they didn't get off to a great start. You weren't sure what Chris Paul,
0: but I watched, uh, that OKC game when they were in Toronto and won that one. I've actually, and I watched them uh, this week when they were in, in Philly? Philly. I yeah. watched that game. Yeah, too. Like they were down, they came back. Like Chris Paul looks like he's bought in and that starting five is like, I mean, they're decent. I would not want to play them first round of the playoffs. Like they're going to, they're going to cause some problems. Uh, tough place to play. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's a, that's a very good news story. So thank you. Thank you for ending on a positive note after hating on old people. That's <laughs> nice. Um, so, and by the way, you're like 10 years off from being that person, just so you know. Uh, so, listen, in somewhat of a uh, – in a, more of a somber note for um, our podcast, we are at all-time downloads, 530. Uh, unique listeners in the last seven days this is not a good trend. <laughs> 38 unique listeners in the last seven days. Uh, we had 97 downloads in the previous seven days. So, we, I mean, it's not – I don't
1: necessarily know how all this shit works, but I think the unique listener thing is a is a big one. We need, I think, so. based on the fact that Orso told me he flew home from Australia, he listened to every podcast twice because he had a lot of time to play. Oh my god, Orso, so, what so is I, wrong with you? So that was ten. That was ten downloads there for, for, for Orso alone.
0: Yeah, and I think now Becky is downloading every week, but she's not listening; she's just downloading. So I don't, I don't know how they. T- so, anyways, listen. We but we are going to do more things here. I think to get the word out. I believe. We have a Raptors-related guest coming in the next sort of four to six weeks uh, that everyone will be uh, aware of. And we are working hard on Eric Smith to uh, to come on And For those of you who watch the Raptors games, everyone knows Smitty as the uh, sideline reporter or the, and the radio guy for Sportsnet. So hopefully I'm going to guilt him into to coming on at some stage or pay him off. Or pay, or pay him off. Yeah, or pay him off, either one. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. So yeah. Um, my end of the business, real quick, was, was just that. And then I want to quickly talk about the Bayline story out of Cleveland. My goodness, that's crazy. Uh, if you haven't read about it, you should go just do a quick peek on it because it's like, I don't know what he was thinking. You know what? There's another ageism story. Maybe your first NBA job shouldn't be at 68. Maybe that shouldn't <laughs> true, happen. True. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, it's a weird story there. And yeah, Cleve- I, think Cle- <laughs> I think Cleveland's a mess. Anyways. But uh, that's it for me. I got to get to this uh, soccer game and then just quickly – what are you showing me? Yeah, uh, just quickly. Uh, our buddy Deno not here this week, um, but we are thinking of you, Deno. And uh, you know, tough week for obviously you and and every and your family. But um, hang in there, and hopefully we'll have you back back on the pod soon. Yep, yep. ditto for me. Okay, that's it. Let's wrap it up, Kawhi.
1: All right, take, us take home. it. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win.